I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But one of the best of all time. My ex-rated savage ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of an awesome X-rated experience podcast. I am your host, the savage god himself, Pierre. Welcome back to all my returning listeners, those who are new to the fray. Let me go ahead and explain some rules and what we're about here at the Savage Gods podcast. We judge we do not have negative energy if you have any type of bad vibes or energies over your head please check them in at the door and if you choose to just hold on to them and just have that negative energy then I put a curse on your whole month and you will basically have to Feel pins and needles in your hands and feet the whole month of January. All right. So, um, now, last week uh, on the X-rated Experience podcast, uh, you heard me talk about how social media makes um, criminals stupid or whatever. And today's topics, I'm going to call this episode "Pick Your Poison." Of the basically just flabbergasting things that society is not just any it's not just any specified race or gender but it's all humankind do the most flabbergasting things it's it's just not case in point uh, like I said last episode I talked about the idiot that wanted to post pictures of himself after he stole $88,000 out of a Wells Fargo bank <sighs> so as we know ladies and gentlemen when you're doing uh, any type of crime whether it be uh, white collar or other um, refrain from posting your accomplishments on said criminal activity on any type of social media platforms because guess what the cops follow you cia follows you the fbi follows you and they're liking every picture that you take of that win that you think you accomplished now with that being said (laughs) um and i'm it's just like I said, it's flabbergasting. Some of the things that's going on in in the news right now. Uh, so first off, you have that young sixteen year old in New York that basically staged her own <sighs> kidnapping. And she had four accomplices pull up in a white van while walking with her mother, um, and kidnap her in front of her mom. And threw her mom to the ground and took her daughter. <sighs> Later, uh, she was dropped off at a said kidnap point uh, and she turned herself into the uh, local police. Later, <laughs> it 
came out that she staged the whole thing. Now, um, I'm a father and I do have three beautiful daughters and it, sex trafficking is a big problem in the, in the whole world, not just in America or over in Europe or wherever. I'm talking everywhere in this world. You feel me? So, and it, it's so bad that even it reaches anybody could be purchasing a lost uh, child, um, no matter what the gender is or the race. They can be a person, a lost child to an, enslave them, a young, you know what I'm saying, a, a young woman, boy, whatever, to enslave them. And us never seeing our kids, like, that worries me, especially with my kids. I know every Every parent says their kid is uh, beautiful or whatever the case may be. No, my kids are fucking gorgeous. You understand? I have the type of kids that other races adopt <laughs> for accessories, uh, you know, and it, it, it's, it's no, no, no. It worries me, you know, with their good hair and just beautiful features. You're welcome, by the way, because all my kids look distinctively like me. No, your mom's had no input. Personality-wise, yeah, maybe. But other than that, every from the dimples to the chinky eyes, uh, no, no. Uh, my kids are some beautiful, handsome little fuckers. And, um... I can't do it. Like my youngest son is, oh my God, <laughs> like that little boy there. And, and that's, that's my boy. We, I, hey man, I, I have had some beautiful kids. And so, um, like it, it I don't know. I, I have very bad anxiety. And one of those things that triggers my anxiety, because I, when, if you know me, you know, I am cool hand Luke. I really just, I'm always cool, docile. Well, when I'm out in certain places, I'm, I'm wild and crazy, but I also have no worries in life. Nothing, you can tell me that the bank is going to foreclose on my house and I got two days to leave. I wouldn't probably break a sweat or care. That's just me. But if you put something I love in danger, and I, I'm defenseless. I can't, I can't do anything. I can't find them. Whatever the case may be. Woo. Watch out. The, the, hey man, a worried mind is the devil's playground. Um, or if like, like I have, like I said, I have bad, it's kind of like my immune system. Okay. Doctors tell me I, I have one of the strongest immune systems ever. But if I get sick or if I, Somehow, some way, even the common flu, and this has happened to me before. Um, so I never get sick, ever. Uh, I might get a little stuffy or whatever the case may be. Sinuses might kick my ass, but I never get like amazingly sick. And when I do have a hint of even the most common cold, I get worried because doctors have told me because my immune system is so strong. If I happen to catch a cold, if I happen to get uh just the flu. I it's a very good chance I could die. 
Case in point, when I was in 10th grade, uh, luckily I was suspended uh, at that time, so I didn't have to go through this at school. Um, I caught the I caught the flu. The doctors basically told my mother it does not look good for him. I thought I was going to die. They thought I was going to die. Luckily, for some reason, I made a miraculous uh, recovery like that. I guess I, I guess my energy and my soul is so defiant that, like I said, if you tell me I can't or something's going to happen that I don't want to happen. I'm not going to let it happen. And I guess my body feels the same way because not only did it fight to get better, but I'm talking about one day my mother came into my room to check on me and she said, how you feeling today? I did some type of nip up out the bed. So she's like, oh my God, she didn't expect that, but I was ready. I was just better. Uh, so that's pretty much my anxiety. It's, uh, basically, I am so strong that I can and resilient. I can get through anything, any type of disaster, uh, anything that everybody else finds serious. Pff, I can just I, I just don't feel it. I don't care. That's life. Let's move on and see what we can do. What can I control in this situation? But you take my kids. You cut my hair, whatever. <laughs> My anxiety goes off the roof. Basically, if you try to take anything I love, like deeply love, or hurt anything I deeply love, I, my, I, I, man, I, I, I'm crippled. I'm crippled. And I'm the strongest person anyone would ever meet. If it was the end of days, I'd be, you would want me to be on your side because you don't know how martial law is about to go. So, but that will cripple me, you know? So for a young lady to do that, it, yo, and man, I'd be like, all right. I was like, oh yeah, they was looking for you for kidnapping. Now they're about to find your body dead. Why? Like you cannot take your parents to through something like that. And you have, you're, you have a single mom on top of that. And you're the only child on top of that. Woo, little girl, little girl. You're only 16. I know you don't know no better, but I'm also I'm still, even though the 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 news and everybody have, has already came out and said uh, that you were lying, I am still giving you the benefit of the doubt because once I do know because uh, I have read on uh, one thing to deter sex traffickers is to m basically. Do a social media blast, have the police put it on the news, have basically have Amber alert, every, basically make the scene, like bring attention and awareness towards your disappearance. Once your mom did that, the sex traffickers might go, okay, she, they, nah, too many people looking for us, get her out of here. Uh, once your mom did that, they probably told you, hey, if you don't say this, we're going to kill you and your whole family. We know where you live or whatever. They gave you the whole spiel. And so basically you're telling them that you have four accomplices because it's hard to believe a little 16-year-old girl can mastermind having four guys pull up in a white van to kidnap you and throw your mom to the ground and then pull off. Like... Because any grown-ass man, if, if you're grown and you talk to this little 16-year-old little girl, any grown-ass man, no matter how much of a piece of, piece of shit you are for talking to a 16-year-old, 
knows better than to do that stunt that like that that that's just too much for one young woman you know so i don't believe so i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt but if it was if it was you lying to your mom to run away because she hurt your feelings or won't let you do something that that you want to do your your ass needs a whooping like you need some old school corporal punishment with that belt oh my god oh my goodness (laughs) like you need an ass whooping for that one because yo you you take you will take your when a parent feels like one of their children are missing or hurt the emotions like we don't go through one emotions we go through the emotions of wary fucking god fear dread and then when you're okay depending on the situation anger and ooh, i'm gonna kill this boy when we get home or girl because usually when it's the boy and it's the cops call their phone yeah little boy did it (laughs) mind you uh but because that's i'm trying to tell you my mother she she was a tough one she's a superhero i'm telling you to dealing with this little boy (laughs) <laughs> I did not make it easy and she didn't make it easy for me to get away with anything. So there you go. But when we come back uh, here on the Savage Guys podcast, our second topic of the episode, uh, social anxiety and how it can actually cripple the most creative geniuses out there. Uh, all that and more on the expert. Uh, uh, sorry, tongue tied here on the X-rated experience podcast and come back. My X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to make sure all you guys knew that you can catch my X-Rated Experience podcast on over 11 different platforms from Google, Spotify, Apple, and iHeartRadio. So I'm going to go ahead every chance I get if you follow me on social media or if you're following the X-Rated Experience page on social media platforms. I'm going to make sure that RSS link is left so you guys can see all of the platforms that we are on so you can always get the best quality of the experience. So go ahead, enjoy the rest of the podcast. And hey, if you don't listen to it now, get your daily dose of savagery later. And don't be selfish. Sharing is caring. Tell a friend. Love you. The Raging Rams Sports Podcast. Available on Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor before, it's a great place to make a podcast. If you're looking to express that creative side within you, it's free. It's easy to use. You can even create a logo and have your own personal website. You can even distribute your podcast over to Spotify iTunes, and virtually every other host you can think of. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. My X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another awesome experience that is of the Savage variety. (laughs) All right, so... um, Basically, uh, I wanted to go ahead and get into segue into social anxiety and the way it cripples um, just 
like even the most creative minds and that's because i was uh honestly listening to uh rick rubin's um podcast and those who don't know who rick rubin is that says that they love music should just go ahead and play in traffic because if you do not know who rick rubin is then you don't know music i'm not gonna sit up here and give you a whole history lesson because that's not what this episode is about google rick rubin but he has a podcast called the broken records and he had one of the most awesomest people ever on there which is andre 3000 um you know him from not only classic hits like prototype and uh, uh yay yeah <laughs> um uh but you also know him from the awesome musical group outcast uh who let us all know back in the day when that whole east coast west coast beef was going on that the south got something to say and yeah they said that they did that you feel me but uh anyway um he was talking about how um basically not to hold your breath for new music from andre 3000 or outcast period because he and he says it he I get where he's coming from because when you have that free thinking mind and you are a creative genius, but you swallow that uh, humbleness pie and you don't. And when people praise you, it actually makes you retract a little bit because, like I said, you, social anxiety is a bitch. I and a lot of people believe it. I used to suffer from a heavy dose of social anxiety. It doesn't seem like it now. Um but at the end of the day, I do know before I evolved and matured and got the enlightenment I received now, you know, I, it was a big thing to try to fit in. And it was a big thing to be, try to be this person or worry about what that person I, I use that. Or if I did something, because uh, I feel like it's a lot of good creative things I've done that nobody will ever see or like you know, if I have the privilege to now, and I, like, and I, and it pisses me off to this day, um, that I didn't do it, but I probably, uh, held back myself a lot from that, but he, he says he sits there at his piano and he like, he does random music. Like he, he would love to do, if he feels it, then he can do it. That's how I feel about my art. Like people say, I, I, I'm a, I, great drawer or whatever the okay, I'm a great artist uh, I'm very creative and that comes and everything I, I know and this is not cockiness this is confidence and I love myself more than anybody else so I know everything I do will be great or the greatest thing I apply myself that way I do I do not give anything half of what I can do I do not half ass anything in life. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to give it 150%. I'm going to be one of the best, if not the best. And that's just the way I'm set up. So I know whatever I touch, it might, even if I start, it starts off as shit. Oh, trust and believe. I'm going to turn this into gold. I don't know how yet, but it's just like when it comes to my art, no matter if I'm painting, drawing, or if I'm doing some type of digital imaging on a computer, just give me the supplies and give me some time and I'm going to make something beautiful or horrifically scary. It depends on <laughs> my mind at the time where I am. But uh, yeah, but it always turns into something special, no matter what it is. And a big part of that 
is what he's going through because he said he doesn't know where he stands. Now, that, and he also said that was because of, like I said, uh, he's a legend to my generation. You know, he is a living, walking, talking, breathing legend. And that praise right there is what makes him, you know, retract. <laughs> like, because, A, like I said, it's a social anxiety thing. Now they see, like, we see him as his legend. He doesn't want to put out crap. Or he doesn't want to put out something we're going to be like, eh, we thought he can do better. When all in all, I don't give a damn if that musically, if I off and everybody see me as a legend now and then I put out something that they thought wasn't up to par of what I can do. I don't care. I put out my art for me. I do this for me and how I'm feeling. And this is my release. This is my therapy. This is what keeps me mentally stable. And I get it with social media now and everybody can see what you've done and whatever the case may be. It's like, it's more of, Oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to X, Y, Z, whatever the case may be. Like, so I get it. I have a, a I have a couple of podcasts that I haven't put out that I feel like somebody needs to put this out and touch on it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to put it out yet because a, I don't feel like I'm ready to put it out. And B, it's not ready to be put out because, like I said, I am very, very particular when it comes to editing and everything else. And I want to put out, I want to be well-rounded. Yeah, this is the X-Rated Experience podcast. But, hey, not only do we talk about taboo and kinks, we talk about politics and shrinks. We talk about social and cultural injustices. Whatever the case may be, we are very well-rounded. And that's what I want um, out of anything I do, out of my art, anything I do. So it's it, it just it it not only baffles me, but it makes me angry that I know that these mental imbalances like social anxiety can cripple the most creative. So I feel like we have not seen what a human being can really do because of this monster. And I just want to say, if anybody is going through any type of mental health issues that hasn't been brought to the light yet, or is dealing with it in the dark, cause they feel like, um, somebody just wouldn't like their family wouldn't understand who their wit wouldn't understand, whatever the case may be. If you feel that way, there are hotlines, um, anonymous uh, apps. Like I did some research. There's even apps you can go on to like just chat with somebody, tell them anonymously, tell them what's going on, just to have somebody to talk to. Trust me, it don't seem like a lot, but you would be surprised how just letting some a perfect stranger that doesn't know anyone in your circle, doesn't know anything about you, probably will never meet you. Um, is you got that off your chest. Now, who can they repeat that to if they felt like it? They don't know who you are. They don't know your name, but you feel better. Like, at least I finally vented to somebody. And that stranger that you told, like I said, on these hotlines or on these apps can actually probably, now 
not just be an ear. They probably actually have good suggestions or good tips you can take. So I, if you know, just reach out, like Google search it, look up the numbers in your uh, local area, whatever you have to do, do that. And on that note, my savage ladies and gentlemen, as always, beware, be fair, but please be extremely savage. Until next time, love ya. Mwah.